Welcome to Diary of an Unemployed Actor with me, Milo Dennison. Each week, I speak with up-and-coming actors, actresses, and filmmakers about the entertainment industry. We discuss success, failure, and share a few tips to inspire those of you who have a passion for the creative arts. Today, I will be speaking with Kamal Seeley. He is a super enthusiastic actor, and he has a nice list of credits to his name, including film, television, and commercials. And it was just really wonderful to talk to him because of that passion that he has for this profession. Um, and it'll definitely come through in the recording that you'll be listening to here. We talk about kind of um, a little bit of how now in this age of social media, we need to be aware of what we're putting online, especially as actors. We, we've probably, you, I'm probably, assuming you've probably heard of situations where somebody said something back in the 80s that's now considered offensive and they get uh, trashed for it in some interview or you know somebody posted it on Twitter 10 years ago, something that was offensive, not offensive then, but it's offensive now. And you really need to think about that stuff as how you're presenting yourself online. And not just that, in how you're... Uh, the, 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 the roles that you're choosing and the stuff that you decided to do. He just has um, a lot of good advice for people that are looking to get into acting and making a career out of this field. We talk about auditioning, a lot of stuff about auditioning that's, I think, super helpful to anyone listening that wants to get into the profession as well. So I'm not going to babble on in this intro. I think uh, you'll really enjoy listening to this one. Uh, Kamal was, like I said, super fun to talk to. So sit back, relax, listen, and enjoy. So how's it going? Where are you, uh, where are you working today? Uh, yes. So I literally um, had a shoot. I had an audition and I had a shoot for like some comedy. Um, that's okay. Sorry. Um, some comedy sketches. Uh, so it was good. It was good. It was very, very good. You? Yeah. Well, I had a, a self-tape to do. It was funny, actually, because... Um, uh, I got the got the self tape request and I was uh, going over it and I was going to do it after because we were initially going to talk it to and, was, and then when you messaged me I'm like sweet I can get this done now, ah uh, because it was a pretty easy one I didn't have like you know two pages to memorize it was only a couple lines and then they just wanted me to do some like action moves or something and I'm like all right that's easy enough <laughs> oh I'm so interested to hear other like it's like obviously you exist in your own head but like to know that other actors get things and have to do it um, on a short scale it's almost easy to to forget that you're not just the only actor in the world like there's other actors doing this like like sometimes when i get things and it has to be done on a short scale i'm like who do they think i am how can i turn this around in 10 minutes da, da, da. but like no this is the industry we live in but yeah congratulations for getting that man that's dope, especially in this time with this industry i've now and we can talk about in a second i didn't like a uh, addition procedure regularly role um i you just never know the only thing like and for everybody who's listening anybody who's watching the only thing you can be responsible for is you and your own input. Um, and this is coming from someone who is the hardest person on himself ever. Like, I know people are harder than themselves. Like, so I'm not saying you can't do it. You can do it, but only result in pain. Like, I'm learning myself now. When you do an audition, you've done it and it's done. Like, it, and it sounds so rudimentary, but everybody sits there. And even if you put a, a second, split second thought on, well, like, no, forget it. Like, I've done the audition. It's done back with my life. Because if you're thinking anything other than that, it will drive you crazy. But anyway, 
<laughs> oh no, it's so, it's so true. Absolutely. Like even if it's an in-person audition and you walk out of the room and you're like, man, I should have done this better. I should have done that better. And it doesn't matter. You know, you're not in the room anymore. You got to move on. Everything happens for a reason. Like that's my North star. Like everything happens for a reason. And, and sometimes it's just not your time. Like it's just not your time. And this industry, I mean, for an example, right. I did a commercial for Axe Body Spray. Um, at the beginning of this year, uh, and there was four mini, there was four commercials, four, four thirty-second ones and one one-minute one. And I got really close to the director, and I was talking to him. And all the English people got flown out to Poland, and they got the three mini ones. But one person, the one main, got the boy from Poland. So I made a joke with the director, and I was like, um, "Oh, did the English boys not bring it? Like, did you have to get like, did you, were we so bad? You had to go to a different country to get that talent." He literally said to me, so I'll never forget, he said, the reason why we needed him as opposed to an English person isn't to do with acting and we need him therefore to be racially ambiguous and no one in England was racially ambiguous. <laughs> so I'm just saying that because logically and emotionally we get told things as actors all the time, like walk out the audition, don't think about it, yada, yada, as long as you do your best shot. But again, anyone who's listening, I'm here to tell you that like, you can't go into a room and say, I'm going to smash this unless they want to put it in the Latin American market. And then like, you just have to put it on the table and let it go. Please people put it on the table and let it go. Because if not, you'll be like me and you'll be there every day waiting by the phone. And that's not, that's not healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is like, you could go in and nail it and still not get it. Cause maybe somebody more famous came in or maybe you just don't have the right look in some way or the wrong color hair, or you know, just some insignificant little thing. Or, you know, they, they told you to read it one way and then, you know, three guys later comes in and they're like, you know what, let's have this next guy read it this way and be like, oh yeah, I like the way he did it. Even though, like, you know, they never told you to do that, you know? Picture, mm-hmm. picture this, yeah. <laughs> picture this, Netflix audition, first of its kind. I'm talking about me, by the way. Okay, First of its kind, yeah. <laughs> For a musical performance in Eurovision. Do I sound ideas for these? Wait, if not, we're going to find out. <laughs> um, had to go there. I rehearsed with my own mic, pulled up to the room. It was Nina Gold. I've never been there before, but Nina Gold. Here's a mic. Don't worry about it. Pulled up my own mic. Son, <laughs> <laughs> sh- I smashed it. They said in the casting, they want someone that looks like John Ludwig, um, like a Eurovision contestant. Okay. Did it, smashed it, waited by the phone, didn't get it, whatever. Watched the movie, they got John Ludwig. So exactly <laughs> what you said, bro. Like sometimes it's not even to do with that. Sometimes in there, because every director has got an idea of who they want. When you first start out, you're just the unknown version of that person. It's like, I want Will Smith. Let's get an unknown Will Smith. Like sometimes <laughs> they just get Will Smith. You can't do that. Like, what was that audition like? That was, are you talking about Eurovision, that Will Ferrell movie? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So movie. Yeah. I get majority, majority commercial casting. And commercial castings, you, you can sometimes fall into the uh, thinking like it's a herd mentality, like we're cattle. And we're going there and I've been in situations where the director is like, you don't even like us. You don't, do you even like me? Like, do you even like, like, you'll be on your phone or you'll be eating chips or, and I'll be like, damn, like, you really don't want me here, but they do want you there. So when it comes to commercial castings, different, but the Netflix one was fairly standard in the sense that um, it was the assistants that auditioned you and they were cool. 
the ITV one for the series regular, I would say what it is. And I'm so, like, I promise you, I'm the least likely to keep secrets. But ITV one, they were the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Like, it was a series regular off a big ITV show. If you're smart, you can do the maths. Um, in Leeds. <laughs> um, and I think you find that what the higher you get, the more chill it is. Like, literally, when you pulled up there, um, they rehearse lines. So you get there and the director was like, um, do you want to run some lines? I was like, like, or on camera, he's like, no, it's on lines. So he ran dry lines with me and the other actress. And then we jumped on camera and did a camera rehearsal twice. And then we filmed twice. So it's like interesting how, um, bro, it's interesting. Cause I would have never expected that. But obviously because it's a series regular role, it's just a different level of um, investment. I mean, they paid for my travel down there. They did all this for me. So it's like, know that if you're the one, you're part of the new family. So they really want you to, to, to succeed. So it, it, it is different, but I've heard stories, bro, where my friend was the opposite against Penelope Cruz. He was in the room and he was talking to some girl on his right. She basically turned around and was like, oh, how are you? He's like, yeah, what role are you reading for? She said, I'm not reading for anything. It turns out that she was with a big boy agent. The director of the thing, when I say like big boy agent, I mean, in the room was um, Lupita Nguyen and the younger um, Penelope Cruz, like, like tons of big boy hits. Yeah. And she basically said, I'm not, get, I'm not here for a role. The, the, the director called her agent and was like, look, we haven't got a role for Lucy. Um, we just need her in the room because all the people who are people in, like, in this industry are going to be there. We'll pay you £400, just come there just to sit down and, and be a part of this. So <laughs> that's the level. Like You're dealing with Mandy's star now, Spotlight, and then you're dealing with big boy agents, and then you're dealing with that. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Is, are those auditions different from... Because I noticed you've done a lot of commercial work and stuff. Are the commercial auditions... Because... My, my experience with commercial auditions, they, they definitely feel like cattle calls of like, you know, let's just line you up kind of a thing. Is, is that kind of, you get that as well? So my, my, I've mostly online. So mostly online is, so it's, it's cheap for me because I used to do social media. Mm -hmm. So my turnaround and getting videos in for self-tapes is very quickly. Like with online, it's self-tapes. With commercials, it's in person. Mm -hmm. so with online it's very easy i can smash out self-tape like i basically just make mini commercials if i know what the commercial is going to look like i'll just make it um with the commercial editions yes like so, sorry so if you're doing sorry if you're doing a self-tape it for a commercial you try to make it look like the commercial is that what you're saying basically yeah so like, i don't i can't even show you an example but like um <laughs> there was a commercial for what's it called i think mini um and they showed an example of what they wanted to do. Like, so I just filmed it. I just edited it. Because that, like, to someone else, it's like, oh my God, that's amazing. And I was like, thanks. But it was just like two edits side by side and a little effect I just did on it. <laughs> like, but I can understand why it would be like, because obviously we're not supposed to be able to do that. Like we should just go sing and dance, like dance and monkeys and then leave the room. Um, but with commercials, no, I completely agree with you. It is, it is a level of cattle call. Um, and this is why probably been there everyone's probably been there i stopped wanting to do them um i just don't find the love in it and i remember when i first started the industry my boy josh joshua glenistar he's doing big things now like um he's smashing it he was the lead for o2 in a a continual story arc for his character luca and every three months he get flown over to italy and get paid five thousand pounds and he was complaining about it. And I was like, how dare you? Because obviously I was new and I was like, I'm going to get rich off commercials. I was like, how dare you complain about that? 
do you not understand the blessing you've been given? And he's like, no, care, I understand that, but I don't like going to commercials. Commercials aren't what I want to be. I want to be an actor. And I was like, no, but you can do this and you can get the money. And he's like, no, I understand you, Kay, but I want to be an actor. And I didn't hear him because I was still in a young mindset. But as I've grown older in this industry, there is like commercials are beautiful and they're fun and you meet people and everyone's on a good vibe, but it's not acting. Like you literally do a, commercials are luck. Like there's no skill that goes into commercials. Like it's looks and it's luck. Like, yeah. of course, if you go in and forget your frigging name, then maybe, but commercials are not what, what we aspire to do as, as storytellers. Um, and if you're not careful, the mistake I made is that I kept on doing some stuff and get blacklisted. I know people like the Silip Bang guy because he blew up on commercials and became a residual Silip Bang person. He couldn't even get acting work because mm. his name was like, it, it shatters the illusion of um, the illusion of cinema. Like if you go in the room, I mean, I don't know about you, but Lion King, the live action, when Beyonce was voicing Nala, I, I can't get into this. Like I know that's Beyonce knows. Every time you open your mouth, like. I'm like, that's Beyonce. Like, I was completely out at the moment. Um, but yeah, no. So, but we think that's bad, bro. Like, I've got friends that are models. Actors, in my head, the level of difficulty in this in, in entertainment would probably be models, singers, actors and their dancers. Only because models, at least if we as actors, we go in the room, we get the ability to make a joke. We get the ability to say, how high are you? Models don't even get that. They go in the room and you walk and you walk and you leave. Like, don't talk. Like, singers, it's different because actors, you can't compare an actor to an actor objectively because it's subjective and it's someone's own choice. But with a singer, you need to hit the high C. <laughs> if you hit the high C to 100%, and they hit it to 85%, you get the part. There's no yeah. sense of, oh, but she's pretty, no, no, you hit the high C. Acting is a beautiful thing and it is, it's, it's difficult, but at least we get the opportunity to imbue the role of our personality. Whereas modeling, they don't care. Like if you walk and you start or you drop on your heel, eh, next. <laughs> like, yeah. <but> yeah. <laughs> Do you have the look? Yes, no, period. That is it. Yep. <laughs> That's me. Oh, you can't hear because of podcast. This is me shaking and put my hands in there. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> For anyone listening, what he's doing. <laughs> <You're ready. laughs> Come on, waves and smiles and agreement. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you're not doing any commercial work anymore. Will you still do it if you get like a, an offer? I've got an audition tomorrow for a commercial because even though I'm like, I'm not in it anymore. I'm too good for this. I'm like, okay, maybe I will do nice it. nice to get um, to that point in life. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, I'm now seeing it. I've made, I flipped the switch. I'm going to a free acting class. I'm going to do what I want. And this is why I went, I went to audition for the ITV thing. I was like, I'm just showing you my rendition. Yeah. You can't judge me on anything because it's my take. This is my character. This is technically I cheat. I know what they expect and I try to subvert that expectation, which is what you shouldn't do, but it is what it is. It's a dangerous road. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will go to them, but I just see it as a free acting class or an ability to just, just do what, like, just have fun. Like this is a comedic role for the face of a brand and it's like improv. So for me, like you're either going to like me or not. There's like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to, they said someone with nice teeth, audio, audio description. Come on, smile, the camera. Does he have nice teeth? The audience thinks. Yes, he does. Anyway, <laughs> um, so 
but commercials is just having fun man like and if you get it you get it and it's the world window i got it i'm gonna get paid 5k let's get uber here da-da-da, get thrown out to berlin da-da-da. but then it's over and then you forget about it and then it airs or it doesn't air and then you get back to life like yeah. you spend the money it's all gone it's finished like, <laughs> like it's not um so i will go but i'm not i'm not i'm not I'm not happy if I get a commercial edition per se. It's not yeah. like, oh my God, thank you so much. So I appreciate it. But like when I got the first Netflix thing, that was amazing. Like that was, wow. That to me is what it means to be an actor because it has to make sense, right? We yeah. as actors, we want to be actors and shout out to all my people out there hustling and, and, and working nine to five jobs and, and do whatever you need to make it pop. I live with my nan, so I've got no responsibilities. I can just make money and do what I want. But, it's crazy because some people don't have that. So for me, as long as I'm making enough money, I would in a nine to five, it makes sense to me. So I, for now, I got in a situation where I was like, okay, I'm doing commercials. I'm, I'm, I'm basically a video model. I'm not really an actor, but whatever. Like, I'm getting paid. It doesn't really matter whatever, the semantics. Um, but then when I got the Netflix thing, I was like, okay, cool. So all I wanted in my head is somebody out there to be like, you know what, Kay? Mm, your face makes sense. I'm going to give you a chance. And then didn't get it. And I got another one. I was like, okay, cool. Then I got the ITV thing. Now I've never had a TV appearance. So for me to get a series regular role for a year or even the opportunity to audition to a screen test, that was insane. So now in my head, instead of getting upset about it, because I did, I'm like, okay, how many other actors have been in this position before? Like I'm officially on the path to be an actor. Like I have been to a screen test. Like this is what it means. So I know sometimes people don't want to hear it, because I was like that. Some people are like, oh, but you appreciate the opportunity. Like I'm 50-50 between, yes, I'm grateful, but at the same time, I also just want the role. Like I don't need to have knockbacks. And it's like, no, but okay, but it's a journey. Okay, that's amazing. You enjoy your journey. I want the role. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it is a level of, it's just interesting, man. This industry is so, such a blessing. And honestly, like I'm just in awe of everybody who does because we're all statistically crazy because to put yourself through, to put yourself through rejection willingly and over smiling and over and it, over again yeah over and over again <laughs> looking at the mathematics knowing that you're never going to make it if you look at the maths you're never going to make it how beautiful is it that people act yo i have to just give it up <laughs> because <laughs> we're gangsters so you like i'm from Tottenham. i speak different we're we are all gangsters yeah yeah no one can't take that like, wow, actors are a true gift, man. And don't let this whole nonsense about retrain, re upset you because... Oh, man, world- yeah. So, so you saw that. I know you because, uh, yeah, the, that whole um, thing. That, so anyone listening, uh, what they did here in, in the UK, or was it, was it England or was it just London? Where they, I think it was England, right? And they have this, yes. uh, they have this like, yeah, um, uh, uh, you know, yeah, retrain for performers, thing that they're basically basically what they're saying is hey actors quit complaining about not being able to do theater because all the theaters are closed right now how about you go and retrain and get yourself a real job is basically kind of the attitude of the government in the uk right now with complete no regard of like one how much money the the city of london makes from theater how many people come here to to watch theater and the the industries around that just the restaurants the people go to the restaurant and then they go to a show and and all the support of around like there's so much money in that industry for them to just like oh you know just just go retrain you know that's easy enough right people like anger yeah <laughs> and annoyance <laughs> this is how I'm smiling 
I don't get angry on, on stupidity. Like, if someone was to tell me the sky's green, I'm not going to, you'll never catch me like, no, the sky's blue. No, the sky's green. No, it's blue. And forgetting that textbooks. No, you think it's green? Go ahead. You're a gangster. When I heard that, I just laughed because I don't, I have so little time for it. Like, and I don't know if you're on a group called Actors UK yet, but this is what we need to stop doing. Like, so we need to stop taking a bait. And it's, and it's not even taking a bait in terms of like that. In terms of someone says that and we react to it we just need to know our own worth and i say this for two reasons one do not take a job that's underpaid because you will get blacklisted from something else and even though it's 400 pound in your pocket this person's right and like, yes, I'm pound. when the three thousand pound job comes and you get confirmed and you can't do it because you're cheap to you feel the pain yeah we also need to stop judging ourselves based upon other people's standards for instance and and just nod your head in your headphones or on the bus or wherever you are when i say this here yeah? oh person a you says i'm an actor stranger says oh dot 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 have you been in anything i've been i've, I've seen <laughs> do, do have you number one you, question number one number question. one question now we as actors because we're actors we tell stories we're very uh, intuitive we've got a high eq emotional intelligence we know that that's a make or break because we're either going to say something spectacular. I was in Netflix or I was on BBC and the, their eyes are going to light up because in there, oh my God, this person's famous. Or we're going to say something that they're going to be like, oh, you're an actor. Oh, that's, that's a good <laughs> topic, isn't it? That's yeah. fun. A little pat on your head. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. And this is coming from someone who was in the car with my aunt one time and she's like, oh, uh, she was used to want to be a lawyer. I was like, you know what, Arnie? I'm not even trying to do that anymore. I'm trying to be an actor. She looked at me in my face and said verbatim, oh no, what happened? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <did not> work <laughs> out. We're going to have to flip that back, okay? Because I'm not trying to put anybody under the bus, but I earn enough money for me to buy what I want to buy, okay? This room, audio description. Come on, points to a lavish room. <laughs> <laughs> this room was courtesy of my, oh no, what happened money, okay? Mm. So us as actors, we, we, we can't take that bait. Have you been in anything I've been in? Have, 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 have you been in anything I've seen? I don't know. It depends what you watch. Yeah. TV? Not yet. Or even, <laughs> I can't talk about it, yeah? Don't let them dampen your light because, because I've been there. We've all been there. And it's almost like your heart starts going, I haven't been in anything. What am I going to say? Da, 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 da. No, I'm not. Like, I'm, I, just be proud of where you are. And understand that they don't understand the struggle like the beauty is in the struggle like we're in this for a reason we're in this because we love it like it, just because we haven't been in a in a in a in a, in a, uh, a secular role or because we haven't had our moment doesn't mean that we're not special like everybody is is as important as everybody else on set like even if you've got a one-line role like it's 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 um it's a group effort it's an ensemble yeah. um so yeah, it just, doesn't mean and you're doesn't mean you're not a working actor, right? Because just because you're not the star in the next Marvel film doesn't mean you're not actually making a living as an actor, you know, doing exactly role here, role there, uh, you know, commercial, a TV series, a stage production. Like, Stop it. And yeah. it's entirely possible that you can work your entire life, make a perfectly good living as an actor, and still that person may have never seen you because, you know. Who knows? Honestly, and, and the and delineation between the delineation between that year is an actor and a movie star. That's where the mistake gets made. Mm -hmm. And off the back of that, we need to know 
because it's like I get told things all the time and it's like you know when you hear something and it makes sense but you're just not trying to hear that right now so this whole notion of like knowing your type like to certain people it sounds like it's there to limit us like know your type but no I'm versatile I can play that drug dealer I can play the doctor you know what I'll be the hit woman I'll play a woman put me in a wig yeah but and my agent told me this and I was watching a, um, a, seed, a cast director thing I forgot who it was it was an act, act on this TV anyway um and she's like, the goal is to be versatile in your lifeblood and to know you can do it, but to know what the world sees you as, yeah. right? So for instance, you're an attractive guy. It is what it is, okay? So when you are doing a showreel scene, I wouldn't expect you to, a, a beginner or an amateur, not an amateur, because that's not what the word amateur means. An amateur isn't based upon skill level. An amateur is someone who dabbles in it for interest and not money. Yeah, that's something that people forget. Um, if you're a pretty boy, you want to do a, a war film. I want to show action. I'm going to be in a war. And you run for a field dodging bullets. When if you were to put yourself, build yourself as a boy next door and have that kind of instant recognition, you'd clean up all those roles and... And then you can start to work on your variety once you've made a name for yourself. And I think that's what, and I'm still learning this, like we, like there's a beauty in being versatile, but versatility isn't to show outwardly, it's to know we can do it in a, with, within a tool in our belt. Um, and I think that we just need to recognize that and, and, and hold that in high regard, as opposed to feeling that we're being boxed in a box by not, by not being able to play every role. Yeah. Um, there's there's no merit in that like do you know what i'm trying to say like i think that it would just make it a lot easier for all of us um because that's what it is do you know what i'm saying and i understand this industry is crazy but i just think that that is something that i've come to learn like i put i like comedy so if it's comedy i don't that's not hard work to me like i can just go on set and i can have a good time like as a comedy actor i can build that very quickly i don't need to be in a dark gritty reboot of a horror film if I'm not there yet. Yeah, I've had that uh, kind of debate with people, actors too. And, you know, like I might see somebody's show reel and it's like a five minute long, everything they've ever done. And I'm like, nobody, one, nobody's going to watch a five minute show reel. And two, you don't need to show like, well, I got to show all my range. And I'm like, you don't need to show your range. What you need to show is like what you're most likely to get cast as and then get cast at that. And then sure, you know, later on, start looking to the, um, uh, I, I, I like to use Jim Carrey as, as a, as an example. I mean, you know, he's super famous. Everybody knows him. He he was a comedian, right? He did his, you know, funny faces and these bizarre characters. And it wasn't until he was well established in his career that he really kind of branched out into drama and that kind of stuff. So true. And that and that is you will go to an audition and do what you do, right? But you always reveal the level you're at. So even though you may want to pay every role, we need to understand it's show business show business there's no business like show business that sentence has the word business in it twice it's not there's no show <laughs> business like show or there's no show business like the show we enjoy so much show it says there's no business like show business and this is what people do and i've seen people do it and i used to do it especially when you send emails to like agents and stuff and like casting directors you want to introduce yourself and tell them your whole life story how my name's come out i'm 23 yeah. i live in london i've done this i've done that they don't care let me tell you kind viewer that they want to know your name to be honest they don't even care about your name yeah because you've got to have a catch name. they want to know they, they want to know your playing age where you are where you can be and how you're going to make them money like 
This is why my emails are bulletproof. Hi, my name is Kamal. I live in London. Uh, and here's what I can offer currently. I've got relationships with XYZ casting directors. I've been casting over 170 credits. Um, and I've uh, recently been in this and this and this. And got experience in this. I would love to talk to you all. People don't understand here when, you, when they pay, they pay attention. So for you to put something so little and so slim, it's going to get someone's attention. In the same way as my friend told me that the notion of two options for a self-tape, don't do it. And it's controversial, but some cast directors like to know that you trust your own ability. Yeah. So this is my rendition of the character. Have a look. I'm not saying do that. I don't do that. I film a hundred times over and I sit there and cry and then pray and then cry again <laughs> and then pray, cry and then cry, pray all the time. I, take, I live a long, hard life of that. Cry, praying, and pray, crying. <laughs> but it's just, just don't remember, don't forget, it's, it's business. Like, it's business. Like, it's business. Like, we as actors need to know the business side of it. Like, it's business. That's all, that's all, like, like, it's business. Like, yes, you're a good actor, but if you're a good actor and the other good actor has got a pretty face and is the child of Jim Carrey, that act is going to get it wrong because yeah. it's business. It's about bums in seats. Sorry, do you find uh, social media plays into that? Have you found, you know, they, they want to see like, you know, what, how many social media follows your haves? Um, and it's kind of like, well, if this person has, you know, X number of Instagram followers, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might cast them because, you know, they'll get the word out. See, it's, it's funny you say that because I used to do social media full time before that. So I, I can almost smile at that because I'm like, well, if that happens, I'm still in the clear. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yes and no. When it comes to actual big budget films, no, because that social media falls into reality TV um, and falls into uh, persona based and actual acting roles. They don't really care about persona and all them kind of stuff. Um, so on the big levels, no. On the indie level, potentially. But basically, I'll put it like this: no project worth your time. Truly your time. When I say truly your time, yes, it may be, maybe it feel like it's your time for money or for the little stars you're going to meet. Yeah. But no project is worth your time if they focus on your social media following. They probably will pay you a lot, like whatever. But, but as an actor, it won't advance your career. And you're talking and saying that as someone who came into this industry to get rich and famous. <laughs> like, I'll be so honest. Like, I was like, you know what? You're a 10. Kind of you at home. Audio description. The 10 says he's a 10. <laughs> at least stop it. I was like, I'm beautiful. I'm funny. I'm going to start this and I'm going to get signed so fast. I'm going to go diagonally upwards in a way that's never been done before. Like that didn't happen so opposite. I can't even begin to like that. That was such a, I can only look at that as a beautiful naivety to the industry. Like I really thought I was going to come out here and just smile and someone across the street was going to be like, damn, I'm writing a movie. Do you want to start as the main character? No. In my wildest, wildest dreams. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that it, it plays into it that much but on the opposite effect it can damage you having a high following count it can it can brand you in ways you don't understand because you 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 put yourself out there in a way in your audience and the audience will see you in a certain way so it's not that it will do good but it may do harm we know we've seen this me too we've seen all these things where people kevin hartlett's example he got taken out from presenting on the um oh, what show mm. is now but i think it's god bless um because they went back through his twitter like social media, you can't take back. People say it all the time, and I sound like an old person. I'm 24, but I have to say it. When it's on the internet, it's on there forever. So just watch what you're putting on the internet. Like, 
all my stuff's on private. As soon as I went to, as soon as I got the first Netflix thing, I said, you know what? I don't know what's on these social media platforms. Like, <laughs> private, private. If you ask to check it, I'm going to delete it. I'll say it's all gone. I'm sorry I got hacked. <laughs> like, um, but no, I, I understand that, that that is an issue. Some people think it's an issue, but do you know what? Talent always wins. Like, talent always wins. And, and that's where you need to have an iron skin. And for me anyway, I'm like, do you know what? Like, I trust in myself. I believe in myself. If it's my time, it's my time. If it's not, it's not. Because I can't, I, there's too much to manage as an actor, as you know, anyway. I've got two pages to learn. Yeah. I need to put an accent on, or do I? I need to read, that we do not give me this. What lighting, like, sound, what time's the deadline? I've got this I need to do, I've got this, I need to email this, I need to shower, I need to eat. And then you want me to think about social media? You're crazy. I, like, there's, that will drive you insane. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I've noticed, I wanted to ask you about, because you've had a few agents. Do you have one agent now or multiple agents? I've got five. Yeah, five. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, because when I was looking up on you, that's kind of what it looked like. There were multiple agents. So I'm like, how many agents does he have? So, oh, yeah, yeah. so you have different agents. And so describe like why you have multiple agents and like what's the advantage of saying maybe having a commercial agent versus a theater agent or, you know, something, you know, ex explain this to me. So I'm a big believer of specialization in your craft anyway, right? So I, to start off this whole thing, actually, I would love having one agent straight. When that one agent reveals himself to me and we work together and there's a cohesion and they're getting me work, I'll go with one agent. And this is no disrespect because I love all my agents. I love Samuel. Uh, I love, I love my agent, Samuel Shaw. Shout out to, shout out to Finley Mervinhart. Shout out to Kerry Jones Management. Shout out to all of them, right? But for me, the advantage is if there's 30 days in a month and agent one gets me an audition every five days, agent two gets me an audition every 20 days, and agent three gets me an audition every other week, as a, as a, as a symphony, I'm constantly in the, in the cycle. Um, however, I'm under no illusion that, that a lot of people don't like putting loads of agents on there because it confuses the cast directors, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and a lot of people don't like doing it because uh, they're not allowed to do it via contract. But for me, <laughs> it would just depends. You need to you need to know your worth. <laughs> like it depends. It depends how you approach the situation in the first place. Anyway, um, but I think to myself, I even though it looks bad, I know it looks bad to have free agents on spotlight. I'll be honest, um, because it confuses cast directors for another reason. And I've been in a situation where I've got a job through one agent, and they've called the other agent and gave them the job, and then I've had to like divvy between the two agents, say no, you didn't get me that. Da, da, da. I need to have as much potential possibilities to do that as possible. Mm -hmm. So if, if the problem is, what if you get submitted twice? Well, I get submitted twice, it is what it is. And this is the attitude I take towards audition rooms. They wanna see me, they wanna see me. Like, and I think that we, I, I don't wanna focus on certain things. Like, oh, but what if you get, uh, is, oh well. Like I literally had an audition I did for the ITV thing and I hated the tape and I, and I messaged my um, LA manager and I was like, I hate this, send it over. I wanna send it over, but my agent said no. And he's like, why? I was like, he just said that it's not professional. He's like, I don't care. Send me the tape, I'll send it. And it's that kind of conviction and that kind of tenacity. Like, ultimately, we're in these roles because they need us. Like, which is why when I'm on certain sets, the notion of pricing yourself out doesn't mean anything to me. If you want me on a commercial and I want travel paid for and I want extra and I want this, I want that and I want that, some people see it as diva. Some people see it as knowing their worth. And the best way to describe this situation is there was a story of a band. I don't know what, maybe Oasis or one of those big bands. Um, and they asked for M&Ms, but they asked for them to take out all the brown M&Ms. 
And when the story came out, everyone was like, oh, you're so arrogant. Why would you do that? Who even cares? But the thought behind that ask was, if they don't have the due diligence to take out the brown M&Ms, what's to say that they're going to make sure that the string on the guitar is done properly or that the lighting is going to be done or the sound's going to be done? So for me, the benefit is the fact that I've got a continual onslaught of, of, of jobs, effectively. Um, but I'm more than happy to have one agent. The goal for me is to, I mean, I've hit up Curtis Brown, I've hit up Independent, I've been in talks with, like, I, I, I'm there. Because on the same notion, you've got the, the other end. Would you rather be a big fish in a small pond or a small pond in a big, a small fish in a big pond? Um, and a lot of people are like, I'd rather be in a big fish. And no, like, that, like, you can't, like, you have to just shoot hard. Like, and I think that we don't want to upset people. Like, we just want to do our job and we want to go then to the story. Um, hold that thought for one second. Like, <laughs> hold that for <laughs> normal life people crazy um yeah so i i definitely think that, that the benefit of that is is to have multiple um jobs but but it is it's, it's, it is it is annoying because you just want to have one agent but like i said if if an agent gets me jobs regularly and i'll do whatever you say like it's not that i'm having an agent because i don't believe like if you want me to dye my hair pink i'm gonna trust you you want me to jump out of a plane i'm gonna trust you you want half my hair shaved in the day? I trust you. Like we, we try to, we try to know everything. Like we go to an audition, we try to find out, we try to think, what is that cast director want to see from us? What is this? What is that like? My whole mantra is, I'm just me. If I go to an audition <laughs> and I put it all on the table and I don't get it, what else? I can't. There's nothing else I can do. Like there is not. Like you just have to have this level of blind faith that people will see it as the willingness to want to do what you're doing not as encroaching i'm never needy i'm not like i want to have a hundred agents so i can get every job in the world <laughs> no i just want my fair shot like um but like i said i know some people with agents won't let them have well some agents have you when talking to any of those agents were any of them like hey i i don't want to represent you because you have another agent because i know some are like that they're like I have to be your only agent, and it's like, of course, piss off, yeah. of course. Um, I've had that multiple times, yeah. Uh, but because they cross hatch, <laughs> there's many ways to get around many things, <laughs> but because they're like actors, listen, there's many ways to get around many things, yeah. Do what you did, you know, you need to do in your heart, but on the political side and the I'm morally correct, um, I split anyway like so i've got modern agents i've got acting agents i've got a manager in la so there's only two of two mm -hmm. for instance when i hit up um one of the top three um they were like that but that makes sense if it makes sense of course if i apply to one of uh, uh, an independent or a, or a troika i'm gonna just say no to everybody else i'm gonna i'm gonna let you be my only agent but i'm no longer taking the risk especially on my way up um we're all on our way up especially mm -hmm. no one should on the way up to put our career in someone's hands the reason i've got so much credit i did this maths the other day which scared me i get most of my jobs myself i've got over 170 credits here i don't say that to boast i say that because my agents collectively got me what six so if i had relied on my agents i would have had six credits over two and a half years that's actual insanity like that is that is if that is not testament to get your own work that uh, it even my agents get me work but i get myself work 
what my agents do is they get me work that is equal to the amount of work I get. So if I get 10 jobs that maxes out to 10K, they get me one job that gets me 10K. So we still meet in the middle, yeah. which is why I can go to a certain places like, do you know what? I want to work together, yes or no. Because if you say no, okay, like I want to work with you, but like I didn't train. I haven't gone to a single class. Um, I haven't even in this industry. I started up as an extra. So with that, I do certain things that other people won't do. Because I'm like, what? Hold on. You want 10% of my earning, even though you didn't get me the job. But hold on. But you weren't there when I brought this my, my ring light. <laughs> like, but yeah. you weren't there when I, when I, when I was crying because I couldn't the lines. You didn't put no money in my pocket. So how can you ask me to give you 10%? That doesn't make any sense. And to other people that are trained, they're like, oh, you can't say that. I'm like, yes, I can. Because I'm self-made. <laughs> like, so it's just, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. But yeah, people do say it all the time. But it falls down to know your worth. Like there's, there's malleability. If they want you, they'll pay. I know people who did auditions for big BBC dramas. They didn't pay for their travel down there, but they paid to my travel down there because they saw something that they liked. Ask you, if you ask me, you don't get it. At least you asked it. I'm not one of those actors who will be on set and be cold and be like, oh, I'm cold, but I don't want to ask for a blanket because I don't <laughs> want to be rude. Like, you're crazy. Ask for two blankets. Yeah, one in case I lose the first one. <laughs> like... Have you ever had any like uh, audition horror stories or uh, anything like that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you. So you go to an audition to audition. Picture this. Go into an audition and trying to hide. <laughs> I went to a dance audition ages ago for a kids presenting YouTube channel and I just couldn't get the choreography. I just signed in, it just wouldn't click. So there was multiple <laughs> there was multiple intakes. They split us into groups of like seven. And we all dance and then they're like is everyone gone? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, knowing that I'd come there for that dance audition, tried to hide. They were like, okay, you guys went there, went, because we were all in a room, did the thing. I was the last one on the, in there because everybody else did it and then walked off and I just couldn't get the steps and I failed. And after all of that, I still stood at the end and smiled and was disappointed that I didn't get the role. <laughs> like, that's how <laughs> insane like, I am. Like, I, messed, I didn't even get the routine and I was like, I'm going to get this wrong. Um, I've had many, but I've never, I've had rude people, but not on the, not on high level, like on a student level, yada, yada. Um, but yeah, I've had, I've had many people, like I said, especially with commercials, man, you get some, <laughs> you get some situations where it's just like, you genuinely are confused as to whether they like you or not. Like it's a genuine, like, what have I done to offend you? Like there's no, <laughs> they, they, they just do not care about you. Like, and that's not the case. They, they genuinely do care about you, but we're forgetting that they've seen 20 of us. <laughs> like, so it's like, you're, you're just another person. Like, and they want you to do well, but if you've, if you've seen 20 renditions of the same thing, it's like, after a while, well, I can understand why people would be a lack of. Yeah. Enthusiasm, you know, like just like, you know, next one. It, yeah. It, it makes sense. Have you ever said no to a part? Like, have you ever actually gotten something? And then once you learn more about it, you're like, you know what, wait a minute, this isn't going to work for me. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, um, I am a believer of everything that has a reason. And also, uh, just basically acting in a way that is consistent with my future self. So I know now doing certain things, i.e. I got a spot on BT for 400, said yes. Knowing it was undervalued, then got the 3K thing and then burnt myself. <laughs> because I've, and these are lessons guys that you won't learn until you get burnt everyone's gonna get burnt <laughs> that's just the, the like stop photography out the only thing I, forget everything i've just said 
don't do stock photography. If you do oh, it, man. you're going to get burned. Because you don't burned. know where that's going to end up. You and, know, and, I totally agree with that one. Mm. And, but it's all fun games, Milo, when they say, do you want £100 in a hand right there? And you haven't had a job in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when you're getting a call from your predrin, me, I'm the key story, I'm the captain's <laughs> story, I'm the protagonist. Okay, we're in a commercial. Who's in a commercial? Me and you. Who? Who's you? Me and you or you and you? Yeah, me and you. Go on Google, go on Instagram and see yourself in a Canadian commercial. Yeah, because you did stock photography. Yeah, it's not worth it. You need to know, you need to, you need to think like that. Like you need to think, if I take this down the line, is this going to affect me? The way you do that is you do one of two things. You either say no to parts or you make sure that part is paid so well that it can cover something in your life. Mm. For instance, there's many jobs I've said no to that I should have said that I'm happy with. There's many jobs I've said no to that I shouldn't have said no to because I was just like, I priced myself out because I was like, no, I want more money. Not realizing that I wasn't that important in the grand scale of things. Um, (laughs) But there's also jobs that I've said yes to that I'm not passionate about because it does things for me. So for instance, audio description. Kamal looks behind him because he's about to sell a secret that his man can't hear. My nan uh, wants to sell and it's like 300 pounds. So I am going to take a project that I don't care about just so I can get 300 pounds because I know that that money directly goes into some in pocket in another way. Um, Not to mean I sell myself out, but I will do certain things that, you know what, just a quick cash grab. Like, um, but I think it's very important to to recognize what we're doing and um, know that when we put our stamp on it, we're not, we're not actors in a film where, the co-signers of this if you're in a film you agree with the message that's being told so whenever this movie goes out wherever this movie goes out you're the face of the movie so it's your movie this is why when movies stop the actors get the brunt of it the studios though because the actors was in the movie they are the ones that get the backlash so i say those things all the time <laughs> lol i'm acting like i've got scripts on my desk like i say no to things all the time um <laughs> i regularly ask uh, on certain levels of things to see the whole script. If they ask me for, if they send an audition extract, I, I, I ask to see the script predominantly because I want to see my character arc to make an informed decision. I don't want to just give a, a, a one-sided, one-dimensional uh, rendition because if I'm angry in the scene at a woman because I'm angry, that's amazing. But if you've cheated on me with my brother and that's the reason I'm angry, that's going to be a completely different anger. That's anger, sadness, that's anger, pain. Um, and I do that uh, for that or I do it because you're auditioning me to see if I'm right for the part how about I read the script to see if the script's right for me like it has to go both ways right like but again some people like no but no it's not about being ungrateful or whatever like we are actors and the sooner we get that into our head that 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 we have power and that not in the grand scale of things like we're still actors and the producers and whatever, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, but like you are in control of what you say yes to. And I'm not going to say yes to something whereby it's going to jeopardize me in the future. Or as I said, I'm going to say yes to a little, a little job and it's going to bite me in the ass. Like yeah. literally I had jobs lined up for ITV before ITV and I had to, I had to put all of them in pause. I said, I can't do this right now because if, if I get this, it's going to bite me in the ass because people not, like understand this y'all. When you blow up, not if, when, yeah, speaking to existence, power of words, there is nothing to stop everything. Okay, separate, picture this. You blow up, you're on Netflix now, yeah? If you've done 100 projects, there will be definite 10% of those projects, yeah, 
who will turn around and be like, Netflix star endorses my app. Netflix star endorses. And you can't control that because you signed your life away. Like, if you don't read contracts, I was about to say, I'll slap you, but no violence. <laughs> if, you, if you don't read contracts, you're a clown. Like, contracts are there to be read. They're not pieces of paper to just sign. Like, if you read what's in these contracts, it's ridiculous, it's absurd. Like, I can promise you, if you ever see me on a set, me and you have different contracts. <laughs> like, because... Oh, yeah, and, and the thing is, they'll ask for, like, everything you know like we maintain the right uh, to use this for basically whatever the fuck we want and you know you gotta i'm president can't do nothing so you need to know what you're signing you need to know because they take your privilege they take your rights i've read contracts they're like in the in the case of death we will not what are you you better take that clause out like you're telling me now if i die Mm -hmm. you ain't got liability nah 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 because and i said that some before because you've put that in there, I want a million pound liability. Because, because you put it in there, that's a problem. If you didn't, I wasn't thinking about this. <laughs> you're, like, you're thinking about this? Put the money down. Like, I want a million pound. Like, you're crazy. Like, I don't do stuff like that. But never approach getting money or earn money or any experience or opportunity from a place of lack financially. Because when you approach an opportunity from lack financially, you sell yourself out. And you take opportunities that you wouldn't usually take that can jeopardize you because you need quick change, which is why I advocate having a secondary stream of income, not as a plan B, because I believe plan B is a window into failure, but in order to diversify your attention, when you focus so much on something to make you money, you lose the love of it and you no longer see it as art, you see it as a lifeline. And most importantly, you start to become infatuated with the notion of numbers and you stop seeing this job as an opportunity for me to better myself and to grow my craft and start seeing it as an opportunity to change my life or to buy a house or to buy a Lamborghini. We should only ever see roles as an ability to change our own ability as actors, to, to, to explore our own levels of psyche and different emotions available to us as humans that we don't necessarily allow ourselves in natural life to explore. Um, or just something we're passionate about. If you start to see jobs as a money amount, even in the minutia, even as a fraction, you think, damn, that's a lot of money. Like with this, with this ITV, I didn't even ask the fee. I don't want to know. I don't care. I don't care. I, I, that's not my interest. Like I want to do the best job I can. When I do the best job I can, then pay me my money. Up until that point, I don't want money because I know how I am. I know that careful. I'm going to start to see this money as me being rich, as opposed to me seeing it's because I'm an actor. And when I start to go to Montclair and Gucci and start buying things like I'm rich, and, I'm, and, I'm, and the Instagram thinks I'm rich, then I'll be like Mariah Carey <laughs> when I'm on stage and I can't sing no more because I thought I was, I thought my money came from me being rich, not forgetting the fact that I have to work hard, I have to bust my ass for this. That's my, that's my mantra, bust your ass. Uh, bust your ass, work harder than everybody and know what you're doing and for what. Like I know my destiny is written in the stars. So therefore I could never do porn. I could never, I could never, I could never, um, do uh, uh, an anti-Semitic Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, commercial work sometimes, maybe you're promoting a product that you don't like, or you mentioned porn, like, nude scenes, you know, and nude sex scenes and that kind of stuff, maybe. Like, yeah. my agent called me, this is a beautiful example, my agent calls me for um, a commercial for uh, internet safety. Calls me and basically warns me, the director warned him to warn me um, that the role is a sexual predator. Uh, and that I'll potentially be in that position where I'd be looking at inappropriate images. Am I comfortable with that? And instantaneously, I was like, nah, you're crazy. Like, that, there's there's a few things I won't do. Uh, but, I mean, there's dream roles, but I don't, I wouldn't do anything that explicitly shows me raping a child or um, 
has a alluding to that because it's crazy in my head. Um, and I, and a reap seeds and stuff like that. Like, it's just like whatever, but, uh, it's just what not. It's just whatever to throw that up. It's just like I just that's just crazy. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm. I don't find enjoyment in that. And I also think there's other ways to tell that story. Um, but I said no. But then I sat down and thought about it, and I called my agent and I said, Yeah, I'll do it. I didn't get the role, but I said I'll do it because I've got a sister who's four, and if that story isn't told, it's not told. It needs to be told. So I'll tell stories if they need to be told, bring it back to if you say no to things. I will say yes to a story if it means something to me or the story needs to be told. That's why that's what I do as a storyteller. Or they're paying me a stupid lot of money, like £20,000. <laughs> Give me that money. Like, are you crazy? I don't need to... You, what, alien on the ship with, with, yeah. with CGI? Yes, I'll be the best up alien in the whole damn world, yeah? yeah exactly. Let's be honest. Some, There's a certain amount of money offered, you know? Come on, like, I'm not silly. Like, like... People ask me all the time, Kay, like, if you were, like, if, if you were, if someone offered you, like, a hundred million pounds you love, I'd be, yes. <laughs> like, exactly. like, like hey, you because, just to, it doesn't matter, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it because Don't I love acting. No. <laughs> yeah. I love, I lo- bro, yes, because I love acting. It's, it's the only thing I can do. So many people say, if you could do anything else, do anything else. Yeah, I'm with it. I hear mm-hmm. I love acting. I love exploring different parts of myself. I love them. The best thing I love about acting is not only the opportunity to have new experiences and to see new things, but also to bond spiritually. It's beyond emotion, spiritually with my cast members. Like it's a beautiful, it, it's a journey, it's a transient journey. But I also want to buy my mama a house on the hill. In <laughs> and I also want a private jet where I go on and he says, yes, Kumar, the caviar is there just how you like it. Or I go to a hotel room and I have to remodel it because then I'm a regular customer and they've got my customer profile, okay? <laughs> this game is a game, okay? And I'm trying to win the game. <laughs> yeah. If I win the lottery and I get 100 million pounds, you ain't going to see me for a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to be spending that money, okay? I'm going to come back. But this is one life. And I don't think that... I'm very much about um, all in, eggs in my basket. I don't have hobbies. I, my life is this. Like, I, I, I bust my ass. Like, this is all I think about. I live and breathe that stuff. But at the same time, we need to have that level of we're still people i always say it on set i'm not an actor first and a person second i'm a person first second and third and then i'm hilarious and then i'm charismatic and then i'm an actor yeah because i am that's what makes me me and 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 if you put yourself as an actor first and you start to uh, to, to base yourself on accolades and nah that's just crazy to me like i'm a i'm a person and when you're on set, if you if you think about what I said, yeah, next time you go to set, you lot, think around and see who's a person and, an, and, and then an actor and an actor and then a person. And I'm in this industry because I love what I do. And it's because I love what I do. I want to have fun. I will always have an opportunity. To be, so that's why when you see me on set and we're in a commercial abroad and at eight o'clock, you see me sneak out of the hotel room and go to the bar, mind your damn business. Yeah, because I'm on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I will well be there right, at eight right o'clock. Exactly. I will be there at eight o'clock. Yeah. But I'm going to enjoy myself, which is why you saw me in the club when I was in Poland, because I was having fun. Okay. No one can't tell me nothing. You paid me a hundred pound a day. That money is going to get spent on something. Okay. That was alcohol. Anyway, well maybe a drink. <laughs> there <Perfect>. you go. <laughs> Uh, well, Kamal, I think uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, it's been great uh, chatting with you. Um, best of success to you. See you travel on set, bro, in Hollywood. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>